Let's hear, let's give a hand clap to the Lord. Come on, let's let's be thankful in here right now for all that he's done, all that he's gonna do. We ought to praise him in advance. I said we ought to be like that leper. We ought to praise him in advance this morning for what he's fitting to do. Praise God. No place I'd rather be on a Sunday morning than in the house of God. We are a blessed people. We're very blessed. Be born again on our way to heaven. God, that daily, the Bible says he daily loadeth us with benefits. serve a good God today he can get you through anything no matter what you're going through no matter where you're at this morning God can get you through it can get you through it give honor today to brother and sister Vasquez the bishop and his wife could you give them a hand clap visitor here you will not find a greater church than what you're standing in Amen won't find a better pastor better first lady what they have here at Bethlehem Church honored to be here, be able to be a part of what God is doing in this hour. I've had a lot of people call me from home and they've seen what's been taking place. And I just always say we're at the right place at the right time. God has definitely been good to us and I do not feel with any ounce of me that he's done. God's not finished. This revival will carry on. Book of Isaiah, chapter 43 and verse 1. Book of Isaiah 43 and verse 1. Several years ago, I found myself in just a season growth and God was purging me things that I didn't even recognize were in me when God begins to do that he often puts you in a fire and you think Lord is this ever going to end if you've ever built a fire they do burn out And it was in that time, that season, that I would pray. And first I would pray, Lord, just get me out of this. But as I matured and grew in the process of what God was doing, 
I begin to pray, Lord, don't pull me out of this until I learn what I need to. Because I don't want to come back here again. God brought me through it. He didn't pull me out of it. But he did bring me through it. We're going to talk about that for you this little bit this morning. Because we don't like to be uncomfortable. Anybody in here, be honest, they wouldn't. Nobody likes to be uncomfortable. But living for God, being uncomfortable at times is part of it. And that does not necessarily mean you're out of the will of God. A lot of times it means you're directly in the middle of it. Isaiah 43 and verse 1 says, But now thus saith the Lord God that created thee, O Jacob, and formed thee, O Israel. It says, Fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by my name. Thou art mine. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers... They shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Look at your neighbor say, I'm going through. Isaiah 24, verse 15. Isaiah 24, verse 15. I love to hear pages turning. That phone will run out of battery, but that Bible never will. Amen. The book never will. Isaiah 24 says, Wherefore glorify ye the Lord in the fires. Glorify ye the Lord in the fire. Even the name of the Lord God of Israel in the isle of the sea. You find out who a real praiser is when they can praise God in the middle of the fire. That's right. It's easy to praise God when everything's going good and everything's just right. But when you're in the middle of a situation and you don't know how it's going to turn out or what you're going to do, and you can still lift your hands and you can lift your voice and you can dance before the Lord. I said, when you can you can dance like David did right there in the middle of the fire. That's when you know you're a real praiser. That's when you know you got a heart for God. Do I got anybody in the house today that'll say, hey, I might be in the middle of a fire. I might be in the middle of a mess, but I'm still going to praise Him. I'm going to rejoice in the midst of the fire. I'm not going to let the fire consume me. 
I'm not going to let the fire take away my praise. Brother, there's a change coming and it's going to allow you to be in the house of God more than you are now. I'm talking to you. There's a change coming that's going to allow you to be in the house of the Lord more than you are right now. Praise God. You've been praying for that. It's something you've been desiring. I'm prophesying to you right now. God has heard you. That door will open. Praise God. The definition of through is from one side to the other, from beginning to the end. To carry through, complete, or accomplish, or undergo, or sustain. I want to preach from this title for a minute with the help of the Holy Ghost. I'm going through. I'm going through. Could you lift your hands all across the house? Could you lift your voice? If you got the Holy Ghost, I'm just going to ask you to pray right now. Could we build our faith in here? Could you create an atmosphere? Lord, we love you. Thank you for your word today that's forever settled in heaven. Thank you for the anointing of the Holy Ghost that I feel. Father, I'll speak it upon every heart and every mind. God, I pray for your anointing to be upon me. God, that you would help me bring things to my remembrance. God, give me clarity. Let me say only what you won't say to nothing more. I release the gifts of the Spirit to be in operation, that your body would be edified and encouraged today before we leave. Confirm your word with signs following. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I ask all these things. Could you clap your hands to the Lord one more time? Amen. You may be seated this morning in Jesus' name. I'm going through. I recently read a story of a woman who watched a silversmith as he held a piece of silver and placed it in the fire. He began to explain to the woman how when refining silver, one must place the piece in the center of the flame where the heat is the hottest to burn away all the impurities. The lady then asked the question if it were true that the silversmith had to sit in front of the fire the entire time the silver was being refined, and he replied, absolutely. And not only did he have to sit beside it, but he must keep his eyes directly on it during the whole process. For if the silver is left in the flame just a second too long, it would ultimately be destroyed. The woman became silent, then asked the man, how do you know when the silver has become completely refined. And he laughed and said, oh, that's very easy. He said, when I can see my image in it. In 2 Corinthians 3.18, Paul wrote, but we all with an open face, beholding in a glass the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image 
from glory to glory, even as the Spirit of the Lord. And I want to tell somebody this morning, your destiny in living for God is to be changed into the image of Jesus Christ. That is your goal. That is what you're going for. That is what this thing is all about, is being conformed into the image of Jesus Christ. Do I got anybody in here that believes that this morning? Friend, it ain't all about what you can get or what what God can do for you. It's all about being conformed into his image. When you open up his word, do you align with his word? When you look in the mirror, do you see Christ? When you open up your mouth, does Jesus come out of you? Friend, we got to get this flesh under subjection and we got to be conformed into the image of Jesus Christ. Romans 8, Romans 12 and 1 says, be not conformed. He says, I beseech thee, therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy and acceptable which is your reasonable service Paul said this is the least that you can do he said be not conformed to this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God and I don't know about you today but I want to be in his perfect will when he looks down at me I wanted to say I'm proud of that one right there I'm glad I'm proud of that boy right there because he's doing what I've called him to do he's doing everything he's allowing the spirit to order his steps he's allowing me to order him and direct him where I want him to go I'm preaching to folks this morning and I'm telling you you got to get this carnality out of the way you got to get this carnality out of your life because your carnality will send you straight to a devil's hell. I'm telling you what I feel in the Holy Ghost right now. When I read this scripture before service, God began to tell me, you better tell them the main agenda, the main thing is to be conformed into my image. Do I got any believers this morning? Come on, I know that ain't popular preaching, friend, but it's the truth. It's the Word of God. That's what this thing is all about. It's all about being like Him. It's all about dying out to ourselves. The Apostle Paul said, I die daily. And if the Apostle Paul had to die daily, Brother Devin, you better bet your bottom dollar that you and I do too. We got to wake up every morning. We got to take up our cross and we got to follow after him. Friend, if you're a newcomer in this house today, that's where it all starts. Yeah, you got to repent. Yeah, you got to be water baptized in Jesus' name. Yeah, you got to be filled with the Holy Ghost. But then there's some things in your life that's got to change. Friend, you can come in this house, however it is you are. You can come in here dealing with anything. But whenever you come to the house of God, God desires for you to walk out of here changed this morning. God desires for you to walk out of here different. I'm talking from the newest saint to the oldest saint. There's always something new that God can give you. There's always something God can change in your life. Because the last time that I checked, 
There ain't anybody in here got a glorified body. There ain't anybody in here made it to the other side. And whenever God blows that trumpet, whether I go by the grave or he calls me up in the air, whenever I reach those pearly gates, I want to hear him say, enter in, thy good and faithful servant. I want to hear him say, enter thou in, thou good and faithful servant. Woo! I want him say, hear him say, enter thou in. The Bible says, they that endure to the end shall be saved. Anybody got some endurance in them today? Brother, you got to get some endurance on the inside of you if you're going to live for God because living for God ain't easy. Living for God ain't rainbows and butterflies. It ain't, make, it ain't what the denominal world want to make it out to be. Living for God can be hard at times because you fight hell day in and day out and things come against you and things come against your family and the devil gets in your ear and tries to tell you to quit, tries to tell you to give in, tries to tell you it'd be easier if you just throw in the towel. Friend, you got to take every lick that the devil throws at you and say, I'm not giving up. I'm not backing up. I'm staying in the church. I'm standing on the right side. I feel it in my, I feel it in the Holy Ghost. Who's on the Lord's side this morning? Let him come unto him. I said, who is on the Lord's side? It don't matter if everybody around you is bowing down to that old golden image. You better get it settled in your mind. I'm making it through this old world because there's a heavenly home that awaits me. We got to be reminded oftentimes that this ain't for nothing. This ain't for naught. Friend, our hope is that whenever we die or we go by the grave or he blows the trumpet, there's a heaven that awaits us. Is anybody excited about a heaven that awaits? Your worship of him is not in vain today. There are many times in our walk with God that we find ourselves in a trial, in a season of refinement. We must accept this process as part of our spiritual growth, shaping and molding us into the image of Christ. His love and our faith places us there. One cannot lose faith in the trial, for we are kept by the power of God through faith. First Peter 1 and 5 tells us we are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time wherein you greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, you are in heaviness through manifold temptations, though the trial of your faith, being much more precious that of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found under praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. The apostle again writes, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you as though so.
some strange thing has happened unto you. It, it, it bothers me when I see people when they find themselves in a mess and all hell is falling apart around them and they're wondering why that it's taking place. Friend, it's just part of the trial and you begin to pray for God to get you out of it. Friend, God's the one that puts you in it. Oh, somebody's got to hear me today. God's the one that puts you in the trial. Everything don't come from the devil. God puts you in the middle of a trial to grow you, to mature you, to perfect you. The Bible says we go from glory to glory. And if God puts you in it, friend, if God puts you in it, he's got faith and confidence that you're going to make it through it. Friend, if you've been praying this morning for God to get you out and he ain't did it yet, you need to start praying for God to just get you through. God, you ain't got to get me out. Just get me through. You ain't got to get me out this morning. Just get me through it. You ain't got to pull me out. God, just get me through. Come on, somebody. You got to get it in your spirit. You ain't going to get out of everything, but God will always get you through it. I said he'll always get you through it. He's not going to pull you out of every little mess you come into. I feel like I'm hurting some feelings right now. Feel like I'm hurting some feelings right now, but I'm trying to help you understand. Friend, God ain't going to pull you out of every little mess that you encounter. He never said that he would word. But what he did say is, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, thou art with me. And I want us to recognize right there what David said. He said, as I walk through the valley, that means I'm not going to stay here. I'm just going through it. Friend, it's just a season that you're going through, and it ain't going to last always. Trouble don't last always I said trouble don't last always though you might be in a valley friend you ain't gonna be there forever now you can choose to set up camp you can pitch your tent right there and live there the rest of your life because God's not gonna push you along but if you'll just keep putting one foot in front of the other you're gonna come out on the other side and whenever yeah, yeah, and whenever you come out on the other side you're going to have a greater testimony than you did if God would have just pulled you out. I said you'll have a greater testimony than if God would have just pulled you out whenever you stand and you look somebody in the eyes and you tell them God didn't pull me out of it but he did carry me right through it. Come on can I get a witness in here today? Can I get a witness? God's going to carry me through. God's going to carry me through this. I'm preaching a fairy tale to you today. I'm preaching real life to you. 
You're going to find yourself in trouble. Life's full of hardships. It's full of trials. It's full of suffering. And we can all pin that on Adam and Eve whenever they fell in the garden. That came along with it. But you and I know that when we face these things, that God said that he would never leave us or forsake us, that he's always going to be with us. Friend, and it is your faith. The greater your faith, Brother Marshall, the greater of the trial. You need to get that and write it down right up here and don't never forget it because the greater your faith and the greater the calling, the greater the trial and the greater the tribulation that you're going to face. I said the greater the tribulation, the greater the fire that you're going to face. Because I can remember back in Daniel chapter 3 that there was three, three Hebrew boys that refused to bow to that old golden image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. And I want to tell you that in Jeremiah 27 and 6 that the Lord called Nebuchadnezzar his servant and to read it and thank that Nebuchadnezzar put him in the fire that Sunday school preaching right there that Sunday school teaching right there but I'm talking to some grown folks today I'm trying to give you some meat right here Nebuchadnezzar didn't put him in the fire God put him in the fire God put him right down there in the fiery flame because they refused to bow to the golden image that had been set up they answered these words, oh Nebuchadnezzar said who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hand, he was a little bit arrogant brother Blacker, he thought a whole lot about himself but God was fitting to prove to him and to everybody around him that he rules in the kingdom of men and he's sovereign and he's in complete control, there was a reason for the fire, he was going to elevate those three Hebrew boys he was going to elevate them three Hebrew boys. He was going to promote them in the kingdom. And he was going to use the fire to do so. Because when everybody else began to bow, he said, when you hear the sound of the cornet, the flute, the sackbuff, the psaltery, and the harp, and all kinds of music, Nebuchadnezzar said, if you don't bow to the ground, I'm going to throw you in the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. And he said, who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? And they said, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter, O king. He said, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter, O king. Our God whom we serve is able to deliver us. And he will, he will. Somebody need to speak faith this morning. You might be standing in the middle of a fire. You might be standing in the middle of a trial. But you got to begin to speak faith right there in the midst of it. Paul said we have the same spirit of faith as I believed, therefore have I spoken. 
they also believe, therefore speak. They went to speak in faith. They said, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us, and he will deliver us out of thy hand, O king. But listen to what they said right here. It shows the faith that they had in him. It shows the trust they had in him. He said, but if not, somebody got to get that in their spirit right now. But if not, we still will never bow to the golden image that you got set up. The whole world might bow. Everybody around me might bow, but I'm never going to bow to the golden image that's standing before me. I'll never bow to the idols of this world. I'll never bow to the trial that I'm in because the word says in 1 Corinthians 10 there is no temptation taking thee but such is common to man. But God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above what you were able and will with the temptation always provide a way of escape that you might be able to bury. Paul tells us right there, God's not going to put more on you than you can handle. Brother, you might not think that you can handle it, but God's got faith. I said, God's got faith in you, brother Aaron. God's got faith in you, brother. God's got faith in you, brother, to endure and handle anything that he lays on you. Can you cut your hands to him right now? Come on, even if he don't, I'm not going to bow. Even if he don't deliver me, I still ain't going to fall on my face. Because I'm going through this thing. He will deliver me. He is going to show up. I bet they'd be a little bit like me. Brother Work, I, they probably never wanted to go into the fire. We'd be honest. If we'd be honest today, we don't want to have to go through the fire. I'll be the first one to say it. I don't enjoy going through the fire, but I've come to learn that it's necessary for me to go through them because it's in the fire that's where I'm purged. That's where I'm made and conformed into his image. So whenever I find myself walking through a fire, the prayer that I pray today, Brother Danny, is don't let me out of it until I get what I need. Because I don't want to come back to this. I know this might not be evangelistic this morning, but I just come to tell you what the Holy Ghost told me. Friend, you may not, may not come get you out, but I'm always going to get you through. I'm always going to get you through. Friend, you got to go through the fire at times. There's times you're going to go through the struggle, but you can believe, you can hang on to the fact that just like the angel of the Lord met Shadrach, met Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the midst of that fire. That's the same way that God is going to meet you. They went in bound. They went in tied up. They went in in a double knot, brother, unable to move. But whenever they hit the ground, 
the fire began to burn off what had them bound. God, you need to hear me right now. Friend, the fire will burn off what's got you bound up, what's got you tied up. Friend, God will put you in the fire so that he can loose you of everything that's got you. Ah, you need to hear me today. That's the reason for the fire. It's not to destroy. It's to deploy. It's to take you to another level because whenever they come out on the other side the Bible says that Nebuchadnezzar looked down and he said we threw in four men tied up and bound he said but I see four and I see them loose Brother Vasquez, the way I see it is whenever they got loose, they wasn't walking and rolling no more. But there was the Holy Ghost shout that broke out in the middle of the fire. Somebody ought to shout across this front. You might be in the fire. You might be in the middle of a fire. But rejoice in the fire. Like Isaiah 24 said, you got to rejoice in the fire. Don't let the fire steal your praise. Don't let the fire steal your worship. Don't let the fire steal your joy. When they came up loose, friend, they wouldn't walk in no more. But they were shouting and giving God the glory. Oh, that's why in the middle of your situation, you can't lose your praise. I'm telling you, there's power in your praise this morning. There's power in your worship this morning. There's power in your prayers this morning. Somebody ought to lift their voice. Somebody ought to create an atmosphere. I know it's Sunday morning. I know it's Sunday morning. I know some of us come in here tired, but I'm telling you right now, if you'll begin to shout right there in the middle of a fame, if you'll begin to declare, as I pass it through the water, thou shall be with me. Through the rivers, they shall not overflow me. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shall not be burned, neither shall a fame kindle upon thee. God, you ain't got to pull me out. Just get me through it. God, just get me through. Just get me through. Lift your hands all across the house right now. Come on, say it from your heart right now. Lord, you don't have to get me out. Just get me through. God, you don't have to pull me out of this mess. Just get me through it. Just get me through it. Come on, it says through faith. They subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness was made strong, waxed valley and fire, put to flight the armies of the aliens, and it says that this was all done through faith. If you're going to make it through, it's going to be by faith. It's going to be by faith today. you got to be persuaded in 
mind. You got to get convinced up here. It might not look good. It might not feel good. It might not be turning out the way that I want it to, but I'm going through this thing. I'm going to make it to the other side. Whenever the children of Israel came to that Red Sea, I bet fear began to grip a lot of them. But Moses turned around and said, it's all right, boys. We're going right on through. And he stuck out his rod. And God had already made a way where they seemed it not to be a way. And they walked over on dry land. I'm telling you, God is going to see you through to the other side as long as you don't quit, as long as you keep your faith in him. God is going to see you through. God is going to see you through. Come on, Wes, that's cliche, but we say it. If God brings you to it, he's going to bring you through it. If God brings you to it, he's going to bring you through it. I know a lot of us say it, but do we really believe it? Do we believe what we're proclaiming right there? you got to get it deep down in your gut that if God allows this to come into my life, that he is going to see me through to the other side. And there ain't no devil in hell big enough to keep it from happening. There ain't no devil in hell big enough to stop from getting to where God desires for me to be. I'm going through. I'm going through. You ought to say that in the face of your enemy right now. I'm going through. I'm not turning around and backing up. I'm not going the opposite direction. I'm going through. Clap your hands to the Lord right now. Come on, somebody rejoice in the middle of the fire, in the middle of the flame. Come on, you ought to rejoice in the middle of the flame right now. Come on, if God brought you to it, he's going to bring you through the other side. You ought to give him praise right now. Praise God. The psalmist wrote in Psalm 66 and verse 5. He says, come and see the terrible works of God. It says he is terrible in his doing towards the children of men. He turned the sea into dry land. They went through the flood on foot. There we did rejoice. For thou, O God, hast proved us. Thou hast tried us as silver is tried. He said, thou brought us into the net. He's talking about God right here. Thou laid affliction on our loins. Thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and water, but thou brought us into a wealthy place. Whenever you get through the fire and all the trouble that you're going through, God is bringing you into a place of abundance. He's bringing you into a place of prosperity. That's why you cannot quit in the midst of it. You've got to go through through. I said you have got to make it through. Just lift your hands all across the house. 
Come on, if you came to this house, to this place this morning, you're in the midst of a fire, that ought to be your prayer today. Because the Bible says this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He heareth us. And if we know that He hears us, we know that we have the petitions that we desire of Him. Friend, you might be praying amiss. You might be praying contrary to God's will. God might not be looking to get you out, but but he's probably looking to get you through and you need to change the way you're praying this morning. If God, if God you done been praying that prayer and God ain't moving, you need to begin to pray, God, just get me through this. I know that's a big boy prayer right there. That's not a prayer that a little baby would like to pray. That's a hard prayer to pray, friend. But I'm telling you, if you begin to pray according to God's will, God is going to answer you, not sometimes but he's going to answer you every time. I said he's going to answer you every time this morning. If you come to this house and you need the baptism of the Holy Ghost, evidence for speaking in other tongues, God will fill you right now. If you've never been baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of your sins, God will wash your sins away right now. Friend, I'm telling you, today is the day of salvation. God is looking to do a work and some individuals lives this morning God came to give understanding and now I believe that God is going to perform miracles in the lives of those who have taken hold to this word and said God you ain't got to get me out just carry me through come on just carry me through just carry me through. Lift your hands and stand all across the building. Where's my brother at that plays the piano this morning? Kila Tala Bahaya. Come on, I'm going through. I'm going through. I'm going through. I'm going through. Nila Barusotoyondala Bakikiataya. I'm going through. I'm going through. psalm that I just read in Psalm 66 he when he was writing that he said that God calls men to ride over our heads God caused affliction on our loins God did this and God did that God brought us through water God brought us through fire but whenever he got through doing all of that he brought us into a wealthy place. Because I want to tell you something this morning. Faith never tested ain't worth anything. Me and Brother Austin sit, talked last night for, for about an hour, and we just talked about the, just gave testimonies of times that God had intervened when When nobody else could have made a way, God stepped in.
I could sit here for hours and tell you times that God just carried me and Sister Miller through. He's no respecter of person. Brother Kevin, what he does for one, he'll do for the other. What he'll provide for one, he'll provide for the other. Brother, lift your hands. There's a change in finances coming. I prophesy to you right now there's a change in finances. Because God knows what you have need of before you ever even ask. And if his eyes are on the sparrow, then I know he watches me. There's a sweet spirit of the Holy Ghost in here right now. I know I didn't preach but about 25 minutes but I feel the Lord God has said what he wanted to say this morning I'm going to carry you through it I'm going to carry you through you might be uncomfortable but I'm going to carry you through you might not understand what's going on but I'm going to carry you through Because Psalm 37 says a good man's steps are ordered of the Lord. And he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he will not be utterly cast down. For the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. Said I was young, but now I'm old. And I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Nor his seed begging bread if God is ordering your steps and he orders you into the fire he's not sending you there alone Sister, standing one, two, standing on the fourth row in the middle, right by the lady with the baby. Just ma'am, would you lift your hands? Kiki alabarosa toyola bokela bahaya. It's just a dark cloud around you.
I want everybody praying right now. That's it. That's the Holy Ghost, Sister Calabaroto, Yosondo, La Boyela, Bahaya. Ikayala, Borocoto, Yonda, La Basataye. That's it. That's the Holy Ghost. That's the Holy Ghost. Come on. She's talking in tongues right now. I said, She's talking in tongues right now. I looked over at you, I seen a dark cloud around you, and God spoke to me that you'd been in programs. That's true, right? Yeah. Well, the hurdle that's tripped you so many times, right now in the Holy Ghost, man, you're going to remove it. I want you to pick it up, and I want you to just throw it to the side. It's out of your life. From this day forward, joy because of the Holy Ghost. You got real joy. You're not going to have to go look for it anymore. I see it. this church is going to help you I'm telling you right now if you'll you'll do what I'm telling you this church is going to help you your life is going to be put back together in ways that you would never even thought could happen just keep your hands lifted right now spirit of ministry is in here spirit of ministry is in here right now come on I'm going through some of us need to pray that prayer right now some of us need to pray that prayer God don't pull me out just bring me through God you don't have to pull me out just bring me through
Sister, I prophesied to you the other day about you helping people and being a nurse. That was your mother that was with you the other day. She'll be back. Okay? She'll be back. That's it. Bethlehem, could we just, come on, could you just pray right now? Come on, there's people in here with needs. And I'm telling you, this is a praying church. And as you pray, you create the atmosphere for these gifts to operate. If you feel God leading you this morning, go to your neighbor, lay hands on them. If you feel God leading you, go to your neighbor, lay hands on them, pray for them. Come on, let the Lord use you. Make it about somebody else today. Make it about somebody else. Make it about somebody else. visitor here today and you want the baptism of the Holy Ghost see these people praying around you in a, in a language that you don't understand that is the evidence of the Holy Ghost and if you want that the Bible says that the Holy Ghost produces joy and peace and, and gentleness and kindness and meekness and temperance it, it produces all these things in our life and if you want that, God will give it to you. The Bible says it's for whosoever will. If you're here today, you can have it. God's not going to pass you by. God's not going to overlook you. God's not going to walk by you. But God will feel you.
Come on, there's a sweet spirit in here right now. That's it. If people just keep pressing in right now. God's not finished. God's not finished. Let God have his way. Sister, God's been calling you. God's been calling you. 
God's been pulling on you. That's time to go ahead and submit all the way. It's time to submit all the way. Sister, you've had some problems with your stomach. Yeah. Sister, lay your hand on her stomach. God's finna touch you right now. You're gonna feel a warm come in your stomach that's healing. You're not gonna bother you any longer, okay? I command it right now, the infirmity. I take authority over it in the name of Jesus Christ. God, I speak healing right now. In the name of Jesus. That's it. There it goes. There it goes. Kalabarakaya labarakoya labosoto yelabahaya. That's it. Come on, that's it. Lift your hands, Brother Marshall. ministry is not going to look like other people's. There'll be some similarities, but it's not to compare with those that were before you. You always remember that. Because the devil fights you with that. I know he does. But God is going to show you who he's called you to be, but it'll be in a secret place just you and him. And we're going to speak to you. And your pastor is going to help guide you into that. By his wisdom, he's going to help guide you into it. But what I'm telling you is don't look at other people and compare yourself to them. Not family and not any other minister. You just be who God's called you to be. God, let the pressure that he feels come off. In Jesus' name, God, that pressure 
bind it in the name of the Lord. Mama, this last week you've been in a war. Yeah, it's been a war, all-out war. Yeah, lift your hands. God's finna give you strength. He's in control. Already got it figured out. La Marocco sotto yonda la Bahia. Of fact, I'm just going to speak that. I'm going to prophesy that over you. As I remind you of what I told you last year, of a, every time there was a promised child in the Bible, that promised child did great things in God's kingdom. Sister Ellie, you will do great things in the kingdom of God. What you're doing now is just on a small scale of what God is going to use you to do. You'll stand on stages, platforms that are going to blow your mind. God's going to use you in ways that you feel incapable of. And I say that with confidence because I know what God's speaking to me as I speak to you right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for her spirit. 
Thank you for the humility and the meekness. Jesus' name. Church, it's a, it's a service like this where you could. There's healing here right now. Phys, I mean, spiritual healing, emotional healing. The Spirit of God moves in like this. If you just would open yourself up, you just open yourself up. God would come in and He would do heart surgery on those of us who were who were broken and wounded. And God just don't work whenever we're running and shouting and climbing the walls. I'm all about that. I love services like that. But it's moments like these right here that God can come in and just begin to rearrange things. rearrange things in our lives. Maybe there's things that you need to discard out of your life this morning. And if we would be honest, all of us have some things that we could probably get rid of. I do. I'll be the first to admit. Because that could be what's hindering you from that could be what's hindering you from moving forward that could be what God is trying to teach you in the fire that you might be in that's what might, that might be what allows you to go on through what you're dealing with. The fire purges. I know we preached the Holy Ghost and fire and we shouted about it the other night and I I believe that scripture has a twofold meaning but the fire is meant to purge. Baptize you with Holy Ghost and with fire. The fire is meant to purge, to cleanse. book of Isaiah he said I chose to I believe he said the fires of affliction because we serve a holy God brother Craig and he wants us to be holy people us to be holy people. Holiness is so much more than outward appearance. Holiness begins in here. Begins in the heart. 
I want to say that it begins, say that it begins in the heart. I feel for those who have opened themselves up today that there's been a great work done in this service. I feel those who are in the fire this moment that you're encouraged that you will make it through. That the angel of the Lord is walking beside you. Scripture says that the angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and delivereth them. You're not alone. He's standing beside you. We just lift our hands as the pastor comes this morning. Would you receive him? continue to thank the Lord for his word and for his spirit for what God is doing amen amen for all of our guests remember the meet and greet we want to have an opportunity to get together with you and uh, remember be free at five o'clock looking forward to that and prayer tonight at six church at 6 30 God's going to move in a mighty way as you as you stand with me as a closing prayer over the service, we're going to ask the Lord to touch Mike Owen. He needs prayer. We want to pray that God touch Mike Owen right now in the name of the Lord. We thank you, God, for what you've done in this service. We thank you. We thank you, Lord Jesus. God, because you hear and answer prayer, God, we pray for Mike Owen that you would touch him now. God, you know the need and you know the healing virtue that he needs, Lord. God, in the name of Jesus, we declare it to be so. And God, we pray for Sister Miller today. God, in the affliction that she's battled, I pray, God, for healing virtue in her body by the authority of the Word of God and by the name of Jesus Christ. We plead your blood for healing against every affliction. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And everybody said, Amen. God bless you. We'll see you tonight. In Jesus' name.